This episode is brought to you by Peace, Love, Joy, the resource that helps you take care of your health, happiness, and marriage this holiday season. If you're ready to create less stressful, more meaningful holidays for you and your family this year, Peace, Love, Joy is the tool you need. Welcome to Sex Chat for Christian Wives, where four marriage and sex bloggers discuss the naked truth. What does God really want for the sexual intimacy in our marriage? I'm Jay Parker of Hot, Holy, and Humorous. I'm Chris Taylor from The Forgiven Wife. I'm Gay Christmas of Calm, Healthy, Sexy. I'm Bonnie Burns of Oysterbed 7. <laughs> and now that I have my Pepe Le Pew invitation out of the way, let me translate that today on the podcast to say we're talking about lingerie. What is lingerie anyway? That term covers both what we wear under our clothes and to bed, or even for just a few moments before the outfit is summarily tossed under the floor to make way for other activities in the bedroom. So today, ladies, let's start with a couple of basic questions. What do y'all think of lingerie and have your opinions or practices changed throughout the years? So I used to think it was a waste of money. Why buy something that's going to stay on for five minutes and then get taken off? I thought it was kind of a waste of money, but I've really changed my views on that. And I think it was Shanti Feldhahn once wrote something that said, if your lingerie only stays on five minutes, that's how you know it's working. And having that more positive spin on it, has helped. But yeah, I mean, I think of lingerie more as what I do. It, it's sex, basically my sex uniform, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, well, let's come back from the cleaners. Let's put our uniform on. Okay. Well, okay. Maybe not quite like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, honestly, I'm not really the probably the best person to talk about lingerie because I don't actually do all that great of a job with it. But one of the things I've changed in thinking about it over the years is of thinking of it as also for myself. And I think it's easy to think of it as something for your husband, but I think it can also be something for yourself and something that helps you feel more sensual, more better about your body, more attractive. So that's one way I think about it. And sometimes I try to wear lingerie to, you know, help myself get in that frame of mind. But honest to goodness, I'm not that good about it. So I may not be the best person to say. Well, do you remember in the texting episode, you said you needed to up your game? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) well through the years in the beginning i wore it a lot and that was probably because we received i received a lot of it as wedding gifts (laughs) wow that's just the kind of people we hung out with i guess but as i outgrew them i never replaced them and i also i have a i have a sensitivity to textures And a lot of those things are scratchy, at least the ones I've looked into, 
you know, scratchy lace and just textures that aren't super soft. I mean, silk and satin definitely are soft. But what I'm getting at is I really don't wear a lot of lingerie. I don't buy it. I don't use it. There, it's, And that's okay. And it's not because I don't want I, – I feel okay without it. It's, you know, if you want to buy it and because it makes you feel great, wonderful. I, I don't think negatively about that, but that's just where I'm at. I went through a stretch several years ago where I, over like a two or three year period, I got a whole bunch of new lingerie and now I haven't bought any for five years, but I'm still, you know, the other stuff still works. Well, I think I've had kind of an interesting trajectory on this because when I was younger, I I just, I really liked wearing pretty things to bed. Once I got out of my house and I was living even just me on my own, I liked wearing nice um 90s and i think part of that might have been because i was <laughs> i was so flat um that it was really hard to find pretty bras so my undergarments were very plain um back then you just couldn't even find much of anything in my size that wasn't white or beige and so my undergarments were just very plain and almost girlish in a way and so when it came to being able to buy something to go to sleep in, that's where I felt like maybe I was a little more of a, of a woman that I could, you know, wear some things that were, that at least felt good or shut off my legs. Cause at least that wasn't, you know, I always was trying to divert from, <laughs> from the chest <laughs> to the legs toward attention as much as possible. Um, so I was really looking forward to, I was going to get married and he was going to appreciate this and everything. And, that's really not my how my husband is built. He is just fine with me showing up naked um, <laughs> in the lingerie. And so for a while, I kind of stopped buying it because I thought, well, what's the point? It, you know, it costs money and he doesn't care and this is pointless. And then I came back around to that thing of, of what you said of basically feeling like I can wear it for me. And not to say that my husband doesn't ever appreciate it. Because at the very least, he appreciates that I'm putting forth an effort that matters to me. So it's kind of a signal at least. But I just wear it a lot of times for me to make me feel feel good. Um, and I finally get to wear, you know, pretty under things too. So just going back to the scratchy thing, I think like when I too, when I got married, which was a while ago, I got a lot of stuff. And a lot of it was that like scratchy kind of make you feel ridiculous in it and i think maybe there's more there are more options now you know just things like a really strappy little it's not a t-shirt but cami cami you know a cotton stretchy i mean just simple stuff like that can be very sexy and very comfortable at the same time so i just i think there are a lot of options and people don't have to just be stuck with something that really looks like only a you know a a lingerie model could wear it yeah i think we tend to have in our minds when we think lingerie or you think okay so you should include lingerie with your sexual intimacy our minds immediately go to something like a black lace teddy and i mean sure yeah there's some people who love wearing that and you know when you go and look up lingerie if you if you go to a shopping site a lot of times there's some very va-va-voom things there Yes, if that's what you want to wear, fine. But there's a lot of other options, like you say, that are just things that are maybe a little more feminine, maybe a little more fitting that show off certain assets. One of the things that helped me, too, was instead of thinking about lingerie as this, you know, particular type of sheer and lace, all that, I started, I mean, I really did start thinking about it as 
as my uniform for sex. So the idea then was anything that was going to be sexually appealing to either my husband or me. So I think in our last episode, one of the things we talked about was wearing your husband's dress shirt. So to me, if I'm putting my husband's dress shirt on and that's all, that kind of feels like it's lingerie, even though if you look up lingerie on the internet, that's not what's going to show up. Yep, it fits the definition because the definition is essentially clothes that you wear under your garments or to bed. And if that's what you wear to bed... You know, there's kind of a connotation that it's something attractive and appealing. Well, that, that does it. <laughs> okay, so I think we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but how might our choice of lingerie impact our sexual intimacy? Well, it can certainly add some novelty. Like if I were to show up in something, he'd be really surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I think it can really enhance if if you want to. Well, you know, my story involves a lot of years of avoiding sex. And my choice to wear lingerie adds a lot of healing because not only is my husband not wondering, am I going to get lucky? You know, he's seeing that I put the forethought into it, that I'm interested in having sex with him. And it's a very visible and tangible reminder that things are different now. And that's been really, really good for us. I think in terms of the part of the definition of lingerie as being what you wear under your clothes, I think our choice can affect intimacy in just going back to choosing what makes us feel good. Like if you, you know, if you're constant day in, day out lingerie under your clothes is just like really dumpy stuff, it can affect how you feel. Whereas if you're making a little bit of effort for yourself to say, hey, I'm going to look good today, only I'm going to see it, but I know that this makes me feel good, you know, when I wear it to work or around the house. So I think it can, you know, just kind of give your sexual mood a boost. Well, you know, one of the things that I've done is I'll like lay out several different lingerie options on the bed and take pictures of them and send them to my husband and say, okay, pick one. What do you want me to be wearing when you come home? That gets us, that's sort of a tease for both of us. And so there are some things that we can do with the lingerie even before I ever put it on. And, you know, letting him choose is one of those things that can get your sexual engine warming up. I think my answer goes back a lot to what Gay talked about, which to me is it affects sort of my own self-image, how I feel about myself and, and my level of confidence walking into the bedroom. So if if I'm wearing something that makes me feel good about myself, because clothes, that's one of the functions. I mean, I know they're supposed to cover us and protect us in this, but one of the functions of clothes really is to make us feel good about ourselves, whatever it is that we wear. And so it should be something that flatters you. And if you're wearing something that flatters you, whether that's the bra and panties underneath your clothes or the thing you wear to bed, for me, that gives me a little, just a little boosting confidence. And I would say the years that I bought a lot of lingerie, one of the things that I learned was that what I wore did a good job of helping set the tone for that encounter. So, you know, if I wore something really flowy and pretty, it was, you know, saying I want romance. And if I wore something that was... You know, more leather and studs. (laughs) Yeah, that says something totally different. But but it really does. It it was one way that I, even when I wasn't comfortable telling my husband, this is what I'd like us to do. That was part of how I could communicate what kind of mood, sexual mood I was in without having to use words. Okay, I have to say, like, I've literally had those days where I've thought, 
hey, I'd like for us to have an encounter later. And I'm staring into my drawer and I'm thinking, it's a red bra day. <laughs> you know? Anyway, I've, we have, we've been talking a lot about husbands like seeing their wives in lingerie, but I've also mentioned that my husband doesn't really care. What should a wife do? Like, how should she manage whether her husband wants to see it in her, her in it or not? I'm I'm from the camp. If she doesn't really care, you could buy you could buy a robe. You can buy a nice robe. You know, a kimono. You're covered. It's a different option. That's a good thought. Yeah, I do think if he doesn't care and she doesn't care, like we're also saying there's no requirement to wear yeah, lingerie. It's not or, like, you know, you I can still have a great sex life and never Choosing not to wear lingerie is a sin. No, that's No. <laughs> and you know where, where my lingerie budget goes is to jazzercise. And I think that's why and I don't want this to sound arrogant in any way shape or form cuz I'm just a normal sized person. But extra I know and I'm going off on a tangent. But <laughs> But exercise exercise gives me the confidence that maybe lingerie gives other people. Ah, okay. So you're wearing you're wearing your body, but that makes you feel sexy. So go you. Well, Well, I can't exercise, so I need lingerie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I think that makes perfect sense. I mean, whatever you whatever makes you feel good, whatever builds your body confidence, why not? So I I thought the question was more like, if the woman wants to wear lingerie, but her husband doesn't really care, I thought you were asking, like, about disappointment, like if she's disappointed, if, I guess that wasn't the question. No, that actually happens, definitely. What what do you have to say on that? Well, I was just going to say that it's normal to feel disappointed, but your husband is probably like Bonnie's husband. It doesn't mean he's not interested in you. It doesn't mean he's not interested in your body. It's just that that particular visual isn't important for him. But I think if that's the way it is, you know, and if everything else is going fine with your sex life, I think you should just do lingerie for yourself. You know, if he's like neutral about it or doesn't really care, but it makes you feel good, then do it for yourself. I mean, it's unlikely that he's going to object to it. He just is probably (laughs) neutral about it. (laughs) Yeah. Ladies, we're entering the busiest time of the year for wives and moms. The next few weeks will be packed with extra tasks, events, and responsibilities on top of your already busy schedule. But the holiday season doesn't have to be chaotic. It can be a time when you stay calm, take care of yourself, and enjoy your marriage and family. However, making that happen takes a little bit of planning, and that's exactly what Peace, Love, Joy is designed to do. It will help you prioritize what's important and let go of the things that aren't. It will show you how to slow down, take care of yourself, and invest in your marriage, and in the process, create a holiday season that you, your husband, and your family will love. Peace, Love, Joy is a digital ebook that you can download right now from the Calm, Healthy, Sexy Shop. You'll find a link to it in the show notes for this episode. And be sure to use the discount code PODCAST25 to save 25% at checkout. So getting practical, how should wives shop for lingerie? What tips do we have? You don't have to spend a lot of money. I mean, if you've got it, you can spend it. But, you know, you can go to Target and get cute, fun stuff. You can get those little strappy, stretchy things, or you can get fun bras or whatever at at Target. You don't have to go to the fancy, expensive lingerie shop. 
Well, and I'm assuming some of our listeners are plus size as I am. And when you're a larger woman, shopping for lingerie is kind of tricky. You know, you don't really, there's not always a lot of choice in style. It's sort of if the size fits, then you might wear it. You know, you either get something that you wouldn't have chosen otherwise or you just skip it. So one thing that's been good is it's kind of made me decide to try some things, some styles that I wouldn't have chosen on my own. And I've turned out I've really liked them. But I also do a lot of what I think of as do-it-yourself lingerie. Like I knit, so I've knitted myself a couple boa, really long boas. So mm-hmm. that's sort of, you know, that can work. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend who often goes to Goodwill and buys things and then cuts them in strategic places. Um, <laughs> although I will say one of the tips she gave, she said never, it, she was making a little crop top t-shirt. And she said, if you're an older woman, Make sure you don't ha- don't have your bra on when you're thinking how long it has to cut. Because if oh. you have your bra on and you think, oh, it only has to go down this far, oh. when your bra is off, you know, oh. there's gravity, there's sagging. And she said that was just, she said her husband didn't mind, but it was really weird. Yeah. Something was peeking out down bottom. Huh? Yeah, but... But, you know, going going to a thrift store and getting things that you can, if you're a, a, much of a seamstress, you can stitch things together or strategically cut them or that's kind of actually kind of fun. Can I ask something? Because I, I am not plus size. I don't know this, but I have friends who are and who, who swear by a certain shop who right now should be paying me for this to say this. But Torrid, T-O-R-R-I-D. Torrid's got great and stuff. And they have a lingerie line and their stuff yeah. looks really cute to me. Yeah, there are more options than there were when I was first married. Torrid's good, and then there are a couple other ones. I should be honest, I have affiliate link to Honoring Intimate, and I believe they have some plus-size stuff. Some, um, not as much as in other sizes. Marriage Spice does have some as well, and oh, and I... we also have um, our podcast affiliate with, with that. It's over on the sidebar of our website. I'm just trying to be super practical for those ladies out there who are like, well, yeah. where do I go? <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, Torrid is, is a great place, and Target does, you know, if, if Target has your size and clothes, then it tends to also have your size in some lingerie and sleepwear stuff. Good to know. I've also, for bras and underwear, I have found more options online than in store. So if yeah. you could figure out what brands you like, there are some there are some places that you can shop and find a wide array of sizes and with nice coordinating colors. <laughs> yeah. I think my biggest tip would be comfort, comfort, comfort. And what I mean by that is not just necessarily that it's, texture-wise comfort, which can be part of it. But I think that it you're going to wear a lingerie if you feel comfortable in it. And so sometimes when there's a woman who's like, okay, I am going to start wearing some lingerie, some sexier lingerie for my marriage bed. And she thinks, well, what is that going to look like? I've been wearing big t-shirts this whole time. And then she goes and looks and she's like, well, look, there's this, you know, lace teddy thing. Maybe I should get it. Well, that's kind of a big jump. You may not want to buy the nipple tassels just yet. Um, or, or, or ever. But, um. <laughs> yeah, or ever. That's true. But, Sorry. Uh, How do those things stay on? But if you get... A adhesive. That's another oh. episode. Ooh. Okay, I'm, I'm cringing. <laughs> I thought they were lick and stick. Well, that's how you get them off. <laughs> oh. oh, good grief. But I think that if you just find something that's a stretch from where you are so that it's 
you're you're still reasonably comfortable in it. You're reasonably comfortable walking into the bedroom in it and showing your husband and feeling good about yourself. And so it can also be textures, but it can be just your comfort level so that you start and, and you may push your way into something else, but you may always wear, you know, just a feminine cotton nighty. That's fine. Find something that makes you feel good about yourself, that makes you appealing to your husband if he's into that, but make sure it's something that it's comfortable enough that you'll keep doing it. Yeah. Bonnie, do you have any tips other than show up naked? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm all about texture, and I really like microfiber. So oh. I know Kohl's has a really nice microfiber line, So, and they're, they're not like, you know, skanky lingerie. They're... they're <laughs> Not that we're entirely opposed to skanky lingerie. <laughs> no, have we ever yeah, said skanky on the podcast? <laughs> so anyways, um, yeah, nice fibers, coals, cotton. <laughs> uh, one final thing that I think is important, too, is, is speaking kind of on the comfort level, too, is get a good fit. I mean, a lot of times we don't feel good about what we're wearing because it's not the right fit. You, I mean, you've probably seen True. those statistics, and I have to say, I don't know where they get these statistics, but I read the other day, 80% of women are wearing the wrong bra size. And I'm thinking, how do they know? Like, do they even <laughs> in our homes looking at things? But it is true that a lot of people do not wear the right size. And so... You may not feel very comfortable in what you're wearing because you're really not in something that flatters you. So try on some different sizes. Um, if it's a bra, you might get a, a bra specialist, a bra size specialist in a um, in a nice department store. Or if you're willing to shop as Victoria's Secret, they do do that there. Anyway, so just make sure that you're wearing the right size that looks good on you. Yeah. Did I already tell my story about going to the bra fitting lady at the nice department store? No. No. This was a couple, a few years ago. And she came into the, you know, dressing room and she took one look at my bra and she goes, Are you judging my bosom? <laughs> apparently it was totally the wrong size. Oh, so, no. Yeah. And well, did, did you feel better when you did you agree with her assessment like you what you bought was better? What I bought did fit better. Yeah. Okay. Typically, yeah. I think what happens is that you need to go down in your bandwidth and up in your cup. Yeah. That's what I've yes. heard. When I was younger though, I have to say it was very frustrating. I went to a really nice little lingerie boutique and they had, you know, really very nice area of town. And so they were used to dealing with very rich ladies and so, you know, I middle class chick walked in. But I knew that I, I had a, needed a size that most places didn't have except in the girls' departments and I was tired of shopping in the Walmart girls' department. So I was like, I'm gonna go to this really nice place that has more sizes and and then she told me what my size was and it was actually kind of hard to hear because it was a cup size less than what I was buying Mm. in the girls department because in a woman's size it was less Mm. and there's almost was almost nowhere you could get that size so I I, so anyway women I'm I'm saying all this too because there are probably women who are listening who are having these issues about their body and I just want to say I feel you I do think it's worth finding something that you feel good in and I know that there are challenges for different body types but I really think these days we have more choices than ever and you can kind of get a get 
get around that. Can I tell my fun lingerie story? Yes. So several years ago, my husband bought me a nightgown for Christmas, and it's really pretty. It was a it was a color that I look good in, and it was a long night nightgown with sort of spaghetti straps, and it had pleats, and it was very flowy and pretty. So my husband bought this for me for Christmas, but he's not really into wrapping. So he had my daughter, who was I think a young teen at the time. He said, "Here, I need your help wrapping mom's present." And so she goes to the bedroom where he is with the gifts and the wrapping paper and all of a sudden I hear this hysterical laughing from my daughter and then of course she had to show the boys it was a see-through nightgown but he hadn't even realized that because he was looking at it was really sweet he was thinking about well what color does Chris like and she likes things that are long and flowy and she'll feel really really pretty in this he hadn't even noticed that it was see-through oh that is so funny but my kids all immediately they noticed yeah Yeah, they they noticed right away (laughs) that's cute Um, and when I put it on, he noticed. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Oh. It's still one of my favorite things, though, because he he got it because he thought I would like it, not because he had you know any sexual motives or anything. Oh. I like that too. Yeah. I like I, I've done the thing where I've gone shopping online and I've it, you know narrowed it down to two or three things and then asked my husband which one do you like. And so it's kind of nice because he's a, he's a little bit involved in the, the conversation, but I'm also not opening all of the options up to him. And then he just like points to the, he doesn't point to the bread crazy one or something. I had a friend who a long time ago, she worked for Fredericks of Hollywood and she said it, she dealt with these men who would come in and shop for lingerie for their women. And they often wanted to buy the red and she would try to be like, mm, maybe the black would be better because very often the women didn't want to wear the red. And then they almost never knew their size. Oh my gosh. Of course. Yeah. I had a student once who worked at Fredericks and she said that she would always have men come in and say, well, what size are you? I think she's about your size. And she said that just felt so creepy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. And then they would have, they would also buy something that was a little too racy. And, you know, a couple of weeks later, they'd have to be bringing it back. And so I think it's kind of good to, you know, weed through and say, these are the things that I'm willing to wear. Now, can I have your opinion on it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we do have a lot of husbands who listen to our podcast. And I hope that they just listened to that advice. Don't get something too red or too racy. <laughs> if, you want her to, if you want her to like wearing it, and especially if lingerie is not typically been her thing. Good point. Okay, we always try to bring in something biblical and I actually looked up lingerie women wore in biblical times. Woohoo! <laughs> and was there anything? It seems that wives just wore a light linen garment underneath their clothes. Mm. That was it. And the only thing I could find in Song of Solomon about the clothing is when the husband says, the fragrance of your garment is like the fragrance of Lebanon. <laughs> and all I've ever heard about Lebanon is that it had a lot of cedars, so I'm like, what does that even mean? Did she like use cedar scented laundry <laughs> detergent? What is that? No, I have a, you know, I have like a cedar thing in her closet. Yeah, she had a cedar closet. That's a big deal. Those are expensive. I have a little cedar sachet in my lingerie drawer, so my garments smell oh, like cedar. Ah, like cedar. Okay. I'll have to throw in the biblical scripture next time. Yeah. Don't, I, don't my garments smell like the fragrance of Lebanon? <laughs> well, what? possibly could the very first lingerie be that fig leaf? Ooh. And then God, God made a loincloth, so maybe loincloths are biblically approved. <laughs> there we go. Lingerie for him. Okay. <laughs> lingerie. Yeah, we didn't even get into that. Yeah. That may be a future episode, what he should <laughs> So anything else biblical? Any advice from that? Any principles? Anything? Any last nope. thought? Last thoughts on lingerie? Going once. <laughs> Going twice. 
All right. I think that's going to wrap us up today. And we appreciate all our listeners joining us. And we hope that we've given you some tips that you can put into practice and go forth and enjoy the lingerie. Enjoy the marriage bed. Thanks so much for joining us today on Sex Chat for Christian Wives. We encourage you to check out our website at sexchatforchristianwives.com where you can find show notes and links to resources. That's sexchat4christianwives.com. Also, if you enjoy our podcast, please take just a few minutes to leave a review on iTunes so that others can find the show and tell a friend about us. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to reach out to new listeners. We appreciate you being with us today, and we pray that God blesses you this week as you pursue healthy and holy sexual intimacy in your marriage.